0: I'm Aria Schwartz, along with Rachel Galligan, and welcome to the Windsider Show, where it's all about the W. So you thought free agency didn't start till the 21st? Well, check again. 2023 started off with some booms. Let's dive in and discuss all the moves that have happened so far in the WNBA <laughs> If you like our show, please consider joining our Patreon community, patreon.com backslash winsider. For less than a cup of coffee a month, you can directly show support for the hard work we do covering the W. And don't forget to see our amazing staff's written content on winsider.com. That's winsider.com. If you're looking to get tickets for the upcoming WNBA season, look no further. Our sponsor TickPick has you covered. The original no fee ticketing site and official ticketing partner of the twenty twenty one WNBA champion Chicago Sky. Use the link T-I-C-K-I-C-K dot backslash winsider. That's tickpick.com backslash winsider for all your upcoming ticket purchases. All right, Rachel, let's let's dive right in. You know, the the free agency season is started off it's like kind of diving right into the deep end just just to run through what's happened so far we're not going to go over every qualifying offer that was extended for the most part unless you're in a financial situation basically every team is going to put out these qualifying offers because it gives you the ability to retain the rights to a player Then possibly you know either essentially at least from my perspective and feel free to jump in and shut me up Rachel but like if you're a GM in this league you want to have as many draft picks, as many players that you have the rights to as possible, because that gives you the absolute most capital to make moves to wheel and deal. Um, and, and to bring in the the team that you want. And if the less draft picks you have, the less cap space you have and the less players you have the rights to um, that really hampers your ability to, you know, make trades and make moves um, that might, you know, make you be able to bring in the team that you really, really want to bring in. So we're not going to get into the extended offers, uh, the qualifying offers that were extended, but we are going to talk about uh, the first trade that went down. I believe it was the first trade. Um, Danielle Robinson for Christy Wallace, Atlanta and Indiana with a nice trade. And I kind of want your reaction on this, Rachel. I know we put out a poll. um, It was pretty evenly split, but people felt that Indiana got the best of this trade. Um, I'm not going to put you on the spot and say winner and loser, but I am curious, kind of, what was your reaction? Um, I I know you have some insider notes or whatever, but, like, I'm just curious from, like, a grand scheme, like, what's your reaction?
1: I think that it's a win for both. It's a win across the board um, for what Indiana, you know, was trying to build and um, certain assets, you know, they felt like they needed to. And then with Atlanta, I mean, they they needed kind of a veteran point guard. Um, for the near future. This is a short term play, in my opinion. Um, they have the cap space to be able to take that on. Um, what that looks like, you know, a year from now is, could potentially look extremely different. So you've you got to look at it in terms of like, okay, we're, we're bringing on this big time contract, who else in the league could do that? Well, Atlanta can and it fills a need that they desperately have right now. So I think it was win across the board.
0: Oh yeah, totally. And, and like, look, if you look at what Atlanta is doing, it, at least this is from my perspective, right? Like I get why Indiana wants to do it. It's not the greatest contract. It's a bad contract, flat out. Um, It's the last year of the contract. So they've already kind of eaten the majority of it, but it really boils down to me of uh, on the Atlanta side. Cause it it makes sense, right. For Indiana, right. They they have a young team. They're, they're going through a rebuild. They're slowly growing. Why not add another uh, young guard? On the Atlanta side, I like it because what they did was they added a vet who I have been very open about. D. Rob not being the style of player that I like, um, not being uh, a player who can hit shots. I mean, defenses will literally just leave her alone at the three point line. Um, I've been very vocal on that, so I think a lot of people are going, "Oh, Aria, you're flip flopping. You're just, you're just, you know, going crazy for Atlanta." No, what what I would say is, is you look at kind of what they're trying to do and some of the young talent that they do have on this roster, you want a facilitator. Um, I've seen many people talk about the fact that as great as Ryan Howard is, some of the moments where you kind of see that youthfulness in her is when she's trying to do it all on her own. So why not have a guard that can play with the ball in her hand and can facilitate? And if there's like, I'm, I will will talk down or whatever you wanna say about D Rob's game as far as my preferences, but I'll never talk down about her as a leader. Exactly. Um or or in that realm, like the mental aspect. I think she is elite. And so basically Atlanta's saying, Hey, we'll take, you know, we'll bring you on. You'll basically be an extra coach for us who's also gonna play yeah. and it's you know, and we have the cap space for it, as you say.
1: Right. Exactly. Help this team, this young team continue to grow and evolve and take those next steps and you know, take some of these players under her wing. I mean, that's that's exactly what I see in this trade, and and I'm all about it.
0: Natasha Howard, Crystal Dangerfield, the <laughs> number six pick in this upcoming draft, Rebecca Allen, Ty Harris, John Quell Jones, Caleb Thornton. I mean, talk about a lot of names in one trade, one move, a lot of head spinning, a lot of head turning. Um, when I when I look at this trade. I go, okay, everybody got a little something here. Now, in no three-team trade, do I think everybody is a winner or do I think everyone is the winner, right? Um, But I look at it and I go, okay, let's start with Connecticut. We'll start most north and we'll make our way south, Rachel, all right? So we'll start with Connecticut, um, who moves on from John Quall Jones, who had requested a trade, from my understanding, from the reports that have been out there and from some little birdies that I've heard. not a shocker, not saying anything new. I won't make you comment on that, Rachel. Um, but we've seen historically, and we even talked about it. Shameless plug for our most recent episode uh, of the Windsider show where we had Latricia Trammel on. And I, and I spoke to her about, you know, the hypothetical of if you have a player who demands a trader, the nice way of saying it requests a trade kind of what's the team side of that. And, I liked her response, but I think we can all put it very plainly. It's you want to do best by the player, but to the same regard, you want to get return. And now, you know, in, in that case, we're obviously talking about Alicia Gray, but in this case, we're talking about John Quill Jones who won MVP less than two years ago. I mean, talk about, we, we've seen this before with a Sylvia Fowles and Elena Deledon, um demanding trades um, at, at various points in their career. And when I look at this, I mean, Rachel, I guess when you when you think about this trade, do you think that this is the best return we've seen from that level of a player, um, demanding a trade?
1: I just, I mean, I, I want to start by just kind of Connecticut's backs were so against the wall. Um, these situations are so difficult. You know, I mean, this 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 new leadership in the organization you know walked into this situation it's not anything they could have avoided i'm sure they made all the pitches in the world to try and re- retain John jonquil jones that decision was already made um so at that point yeah it, it goes back to what trammell was talking about you know you want to do right by the player your back is against the wall the way you know the league in the cba and everything is made up right now there's really such li- you're limited in what you can do and so when you understand that like She's you either got to let her go or she's just going to set out and you're going to get nothing. You know, it's, it's, it's a tough situation. So I I personally feel, you know, that with Connecticut, they handled this situation about as well as they could. They, they came out about, they came out of this about as well as they could have that there was a piece to that trade that wasn't originally there. Um, I personally felt like it had to be, you know, like for it to make sense and to not get completely hosed. <laughs> um, So to come out of that with, what was it, six? um,
0: Rebecca Allen
1: and Ty Harris. Harris, You know, I, I, I can live with that. You know, like I can live with that. I know that Ty Harris, I've been very vocal about, you know, the fact that I don't think she's been able to reach her full potential in this league, especially under the Dallas wing system. I'll just go ahead and say it. Completely got overlooked there in my opinion so i think this is an opportunity where she can bring in you know some leadership ability well know jasmine thomas was leaving we'll get to that here in a second so i, th- I like it i like Allen. her ability they they need someone who can shoot the ball they need to be able to stretch the floor and you get that six pick so i mean back to your question um yeah i mean it's 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 one of the better ones i mean i think adela don what what'd they end up getting they got um was it copper
0: well it, what, it was like uh it, what it was Dolson, the pick that turned into Copper and I want to say like a pick that was Amani or something. Yeah. Oh no, no, no. And um um oh shoot. Who is that player from South Carolina? Coates, Elena Coates.
1: Okay. So I mean it's I wouldn't say it's better than that by any stretch of the imagination, but we don't know what that six picks going to turn into. Um I just feel like, you know, for 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 has dire of a situation Connecticut was in, you know, walking into this, the way it ended up is about as good as you could expect. Obviously, New York had the upper hand the entire time, um, you know, and, and you get Kayla Thornton out of the deal like, OK, <laughs> they come out. Well, uh,
0: yeah, I, right. Like, I feel like we we would be remiss to not talk about the fact that, like, they got John Quell Jones and Kayla Thornton. Like now, n- all of that said, I do think, you know, Rebecca Allen is a big loss. Um, I do think that six pick not the biggest deal in the world and then on on the Dallas side like losing Ty Harris and Kayla Thornton are big blows. I think Kayla Thornton's going to be the bigger one just because she's kind of been that that glue for the team. Um but also like that front court is getting pretty packed uh in in Dallas and and we like here's the thing we've been talking about this for years with Dallas. Like they need to pull the trigger on some of these players, right? Like
1: we know that will be on the move. You know, they're gonna have to yeah. shut out of that this 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 free agency.
0: And and they have to. And, and and that's because they've been sitting there for so long with this level of young talent. But without this level of young talent, it's like, you know, you either ha- you just need to decide like which path you're going on. Are you following this player or this player? And you know what? Maybe one day if you did right, you can bring that player back after you move on from them. But like at the end of the day, you're gonna have to make some moves. You're gonna have to uh, move on some some of your players because you just can't house a roster of twenty players. Right, that's just how it goes. Uh, you want to talk to me about the Jasmine Thomas trade?
1: Yeah, I mean, I I'm happy <laughs> that that's working out. Um, I think that LA, you know, is in dire need of a veteran point guard. I think it makes sense that Jasmine Thomas would continue to team up with Kurt Miller. There's there's such a connection there and longevity and. Um, I think that that's important. Um, hopefully, you know she's she's doing well, in, in all the medical evaluations that you know had to take place in order for this to happen, went well. Um, so, you know, definitely would love to see her at full strength. I think this is a first kind of just solid veteran leadership piece that we're seeing from LA. Now, where the rest of the direction of this franchise goes, I'm not sure. Um, but I, I I'm okay with this deal. I, I'm I'm a big fan of Olivia Nelson-Adota. Um, you know, I think that that's, that's not something like, yes, potential, um, yes, showed a lot of promise last year, the length, you know, the versatility, mobility, but I just think for what LA needs desperately at that point guard spot, that's a non-negotiable. I mean, again, LA is not looking to come be a contender this year, in my opinion, they've got to just establish consistency and something solid and a foundation of, you know, a team that is that works together, that meshes together, that, that plays well together, that, are, that are veterans, that are pros, you know, there's no drama and chaos and all those things. So to me that that that's Jasmine Thomas from the start. Um, so that was more of a dire need than say a young forward potential and Olivia Nelson adota So, I mean, a win for both Connecticut um, and LA, in my opinion. And obviously a part of that was Jasmine Walker as well. Um, but I think the two biggest pieces were Jasmine Thomas and Olivia Nelson adota just that, that one one for one and then you throw in that added piece of Jasmine Walker. I mean, LA has to kind of um you know, m- move away from some pieces as well that they've acquired. We'll also
0: get back they also needed to get back into the draft. They had to move on from some pieces. They got a lot of of those young players um that I, I don't know how many people are super hyped on them. Um but honestly props to Connecticut cuz if I'm looking at this trade um and I've, you know, heard some rumblings of things, I think maybe connecticut similarly i wouldn't say back against the wall but was la was trying to put them through the ringer a little bit but they found a deal that i think was is pretty evenly keeled because obviously i think beneficially wise it's going to be better for la just in the sense of they need like they as, as you said about kurt miller but like they need that floor general and having that connection to kurt is just next level knocks it out of the park it gives them a base to start with because let's remember there's like nobody on this roster. So they need that base to start with and then move forward. And honestly, like the pairing and maybe this is crazy, but like the pairing of Kennedy Carter and Jasmine Thomas might work out like that. That might be the solution um, that this team is looking for, because I know some people like to say Jasmine Thomas is a shooter. In my opinion, you know, she's going to put up buckets in one playoff game a season and lead you super super well, but she's not gonna be, you know, that stalwart scoring option offensively. Um that that's essentially the moves. So was there any final thoughts on any of those? Um you that are, kind of
1: I, I know it has to be um a sigh of relief uh to, to be able to get back in the draft for LA. I think that was huge. what they get? Was it 10? Ten. Yeah. I mean that, that that's huge. I think there's a lot of players in this draft who are going to be in that second round we look at all the mocks, we do whatever there, there's players in that second round who are going to make, who, who will, in some of these mock second rounds that are going to be on rosters this year, um, especially from a shooting standpoint. And that is something that LA needs. They need someone who can stretch the floor and be that sharp shooter. That that's what they're looking at. Hardcore right now. It's like, Hey, we need shooters. And, and Tim, in my opinion, after shameless plug coming out with my big board soon and really looking forward to that. This is a draft. That's got a lot of players, you know, who can do just that? So um, I think that it makes sense and it'll end up being a huge win for, for LA.
0: One last thing to note, which was as expected with the news of John Cole Jones being traded, uh, as we spoke about, but uh, a big move nonetheless was Bree Jones being cored by Connecticut. Now, keep in mind this Means they can sign her for a single year deal at the max, a multi year deal, you know, a, a variety of options that could happen. I should say that the max is basically the qualifying offer, um, and essentially this was a qualifying offer. So we'll see what happens next. I will throw the affiliate links in the show notes, and uh, for our listeners, we're gonna start doing some live podcasting um, on playback. So if anybody wants to join us for those, let us know. It'll be a cool element. We'll have highlights or past games going in the background. Um, and just, you know, I personally, I think it'll be cool because it'll give us an opportunity to, while we're talking on these topics, if someone wants to drop a line, ask a question, um, you know, give us their insight, their input, um, can kind of build off the conversation on that. So I think it'll be a fun thing to do. So we'll be doing that in February, right?
1: Yeah, that's fun. I, I don't, I have to kind of like keep, things to myself a little bit and be careful what I say. <laughs> and I, I know obviously Twitter as well. So it's cool to be able to have, um, you know, a space that we can have open dialogue and just kind of chit chat about everything that's transpired. So that's awesome.